Hello and welcome to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Lauren Cholantani, women's holistic health coach and fellow recovering perfectionist. This podcast was created to show you that your body is not in the way, it is actually leading your way. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Witchy Wellness. You are listening to episode 152, Goddess Femme Awakening with the lovely Joe Miller. We talk things, all things sacred self-care, sexuality, and pleasure, how it's our freaking birthright, not only as a human being, but especially as woman. We need to claim that. There's no shame. We are clearing the shame on this episode and just what self-care really means and the power of it and actually listening to yourself. But before we jump into today's show, I wanted to give a shout out to Integrative Institute for Nutrition, my health coaching training program years ago, over seven, maybe even eight years now. And I started this program just to go in for my own well-being and health. And I know so many of you guys listen to Witchy Wellness every week and you're interested in your health, mind, body, and soul. But I was so amazed not only how much I grew from this experience, but how many deep authentic friendships, but most importantly, I was propelled into this online world of health and wellness. And this guidance and structure enabled me to create witchy wellness. On the site, you guys can look at a program overview, take a sample IAN class to see if it's something that you would like. And then lastly, you can even look at IAN's curriculum guide. So head over to laurenchalantani.com slash IIN or use the link in the show notes and make sure you tell them Lauren Chalantani sent you their way for the best discount offer they have available. And without further ado, please enjoy episode 152, Goddess Femme Awakening with my sister, Joe Miller. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Witchy Wellness Radio. Again, I am your host, Lauren, and this is a show you learn how your body and emotions are not in the way, but actually leading the way. And today we are talking with Joe Miller, and we're here to talk all things about sacred self-care and how women showing up for themselves and their dreams every day is so important. More about Joe. She's a badass self-care queen, reminding women of who they really are and what they actually want in their lives, guiding them back to their own divine feminine power and authenticity so that they can actively create a life that feels delicious to them. Mm -hmm. She's the creator of the Goddess Femme Awakening, a 12-week portal of one-on-one sacred mentorship and coaching where she guides women through holistically crafting authentic lives full of self-growth and sustainable self-care so that they can crush their dreams, find their power, and become their own self-love gurus. Ooh, that is one Let's juicy go. bio. Let's go. <laughs> go. I know. I love it. It's so good. Well, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. It's going to oh, be super fun. It's going to be juicy, delectable, delicious, all of those yep. words. Love it. Um, but I would love to hear your your backstory. You always start the same way with you, Wellness Radio. You know, I know the transformation didn't happen overnight. The <laughs> healing journey is not like that. It's a no, there's no end destination. So yeah. how did you become the badass self-care queen today that you are? Yeah. 
Oh man, that's like the first thing that came to mind was like the reason why I created the program that I did is like, I think it took me like 10 years to get to where I am today. And it's just like the beauty of coaches and stuff like that is that they can help like shorten that timeline probably with like some guidance. I think at the beginning, like I just, it was probably like 2016-ish that I hit my massive pain point where I was just stuck in this negative mind cycle. I felt like I was going from like one mediocre job to another mediocre job, like not really getting paid what I was worth. Um, And it just like hit that pain point that I think a lot of us hit. We were like, okay, enough. And like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but something has to change. And like, whatever I try is going to be better than like what is right now. Um, so I just like randomly in my journal was like, all right, I'm going to make myself like a 30 days of positivity, like challenge. I didn't see like anyone doing that around. I have no idea besides just like intuition and the beautiful universe that I like put that together. Um, and I just said, all right, for 30 days, like you're going to sit and meditate for 10 minutes a day. You're not going to say anything negative about your job or whatever. So if you think those negative things, you're just not going to like voice it for 30 days and see what happens. Um, And then just like moving somehow that felt good to my body every day. And I had no idea like what was going to happen. But at the end of those 30 days, I felt like a completely different person. And it wasn't like my external reality hadn't like quite changed yet or caught up to like the spiritual changes that were happening. But I was just able to like walk through my days with so much more like clarity and ease and hope about like what I was creating and my life as a whole. So that's like really where it started was like that super intense pain point of being like enough. And then over the next, however many years, I've just crafted a life where I wake up and I'm just like so deliciously in tune with like my value and my worth. And I don't need anyone outside of me to like give that to me. I get to like invite people in to add to my own happiness. So it's just a very like empowering and yummy and exciting and adventurous way to live. Um, So yeah, that's why I'm like so passionate because that's how I like wake up and love my life every day. And that's just like such a beautiful journey to have. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think with so many people's and my journey included, there's this moment of reckoning where your pain point is beyond anything. You're like, I'm done. Yeah. You there, you know, you're like Gandalf, with the, the, yes. and the bridge, like none shall pass. Shall pass. Yes. <laughs> like, this it's, is it. Yeah, you, it, it takes that will or that decision that has to overpower that, that negativity or, or the, the past, the thing that you don't like. And I think it was so important that you said, even though your reality didn't catch up to you yet, so many of us like all right I want the partner I want the healing I want the bank account the career tomorrow or yesterday yeah and yeah it it doesn't work like that at all could you can you talk to us for that internal shift of like it was perfect that you did a positivity challenge right to kind of clear all that gunk but why, why is that important to be in that state before things actually manifest into your life so I think I believe with like, along with law of attraction and things like that, like whatever physical thing that we actually want is because of the emotion that we'll feel when we have it. So we want 
a bigger bank account that has more money in it because we'll feel free or happy, or we want a partner because we feel love and happy. Happiness is almost always like the end goal of whatever physical thing that we want. And what I realized just like with manifestations is that like, I actually am in control of like the life that I'm creating for myself. But that's great. And it also sucks sometimes because you're like, really? Like I brought this into my life. Why did I do that to myself? But like that beautiful level of like self-responsibility to be like, oh, but I create my life. So I can start like what I can control and what I can invest in is like my mind and my spirit and my heart. And with like law of attraction, it's like when you shift those things, it is just the natural law that like other good things that also match that higher vibration will just come easily into your life. So I think often like people don't keep going on their journey because they're not experiencing that physical reality as fast as they want it. Um, But a big part of it is just like, and I'm learning this now as I'm building like a business that I love and things like that. It's just like, also an element of trusting the universe, trusting the timing, trusting that maybe you don't know everything and that's okay. (laughs) Like whatever's going to happen is going to unfold perfectly for you. But like those things that you can control and that will help the journey to be more pleasurable is like those mindset internal shifts. Um, And yeah, like then it almost doesn't even matter how long it takes for the physical things to come because along the way you're getting just like happier and happier and having more and more fun, which is kind of the whole point anyways. So yeah, that was kind of like my take on it. And I'm still like, I think your whole life you have manifestations that you're like excited because once you get one, you're excited for like the next thing that's coming. So it really is also just like leaning into that process of life. Like your whole life is like this beautiful manifestation process. And it's fun to figure out like, who you get to be, like who you get to turn into in order to make those things a reality. If that makes sense. Oh, hundred percent. I think there's this quote I could think of as like a man or woman who enjoys the steps along the journey more than the destination is a, is a person who can't be stopped. Yeah. And that's what with manifestation for me, I found it's, Who do I need to become? Who do I need to be to match that vibration of that that I want? The business owner, the partner, the, you know, the healthy person. It's, it's constantly being that person, that state, you know, from I'm talking the woo woo vibrational state, but also like, what would that person be doing? So like the practical things. Yeah. Like, like for me, like, I would, I still do this, but like buy a really nice bar of chocolate at the grocery store, like things that like are simple. Yes. I probably spent five, five, $10 on a chocolate bar, which is ridiculous. <laughs> but like those little things make you feel special. They make yeah. you feel grateful and like luxurious. Like what emotions yeah. do you want to feel when you have that huge bank account? You know, yeah. a lot of people, I guess some people have money, but don't want to spend it and are, and are so rigid and constrictive mm-hmm. with it. Do you want to be like that when you have money? Right. So how would you be with the money? What can you do now? Or even if it's giving, even if yeah. you can only give five, $10 to, to yeah. somebody or a charity or a nonprofit. Um, it's all about the feelings, right? Yeah. People, we don't realize it's not the things that we want. It's yeah. the feelings. Yeah. 
yeah. And like, honestly, that's why I love like self-care so much because it really brings the practical pieces of like, how are you crafting your life every day to like become that person? So I think sometimes we make it like so complicated, like, oh my God, I have to become like this other person. And that's going to take like five years and it's too long. So like, why would I even start? It's like, actually, like, what food are you eating that like makes you feel really good in your day? Like, let's just look at that, like that tiny aspect of your life. If you were to start making like subtle shifts so that you feel like really supported and yummy with just the food that you eat, that's going to have a massive impact on like your spirit and your energy and your like your mental capacity. So I feel like people really undervalue self-care, but when you use it as like a lifestyle for how you're going to show up for yourself now and how you're going to become who you want to be, it's really powerful and it makes it like really simple, which I'm all about. Like don't overcomplicate things. Just like start loving yourself day to day. And that like, trust me, that will make like massive impact in the future. Now, what are some examples of self-care? Because I know a lot of people are like, oh, just like bubble baths and, you know, which is great. I love a bath. <laughs> I know. That is a magical healing <laughs> like, sign me up. vessel. Yeah. <laughs> like my partner lovingly will look at me some days like, I think you need to take a bath. Not, so just, just please, you know, I'll set it up for you. Like, I, I know that. you're, you just need that healing state. Right? I'm like, yeah, 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 I hear yeah. you. But what, what, what constitutes self-care? Cause I know it can be huge range. Like you just mentioned what foods make you feel good. Yeah. So for me, I call it sacred self-care because it really is like those actions that you're taking to like pour in and awaken that like divine, powerful, badass goddess every morning. So I view it in a more holistic way. Um, in my program, we split it up in like mind, body, spirit, home, relationships, and your personality. Like we look at everything and how are those building blocks of your life supporting you or not supporting you. So like practical examples, I mean, chocolate in the bath, sign me up for that any day. But according to like my personality, actually, like some of the more loving things that I can do is to be more active towards my dreams. So it could look like take one like productive step towards your dream today because rest and like that more like sloth like nature comes super easy to me whereas for somebody else it could look more like do one pleasurable thing today for yourself without having any end goal in mind like there are certain personalities that are very like goal driven and like they need to be productive all the time so for them like it might be challenging but really good to tap into that like slow feminine side of their bodies and like of how they walk through the world um also like taking a walk in the morning 10 minutes a day I talk about this all the time but that will like change your life 10 minutes of like sunshine in your eyeballs and like you being in nature every day can literally create like a huge shift in your mindset so I think a lot of times like it can be those like super nurturing take a bubble bath whatever things I find that those things are more like using self-care in case of emergency. So it's like when you hit that burnout point, okay, fine. Like now I deserve a bath or whatever. Whereas sacred self-care is more like preventative and it's more like a lifestyle. It's like, I don't have to do one damn thing to deserve a bubble bath. I feel like my intuition is telling me you would really love a bubble bath. So I'm going to go take that. Like, and I deserve that. 
which is a really interesting shift because I feel like in our culture, especially like systemically as women, we feel like we must reach this burnout place in order to deserve self-care or in order to like have earned self-care. And I feel like that's such like an old paradigm. Maybe like past generations weren't really encouraged or given permission to like proactively take care of ourselves and to show up for ourselves. I just feel like that's old and it's time for that. Like we know better than that. It's time for that to be done. So like, I'm so into like creating a movement of like really tapping into your intuition. And like you said, like becoming your own, like expert on yourself, becoming your own self-love guru so that every day you can wake up and know like what you need to support yourself. And that really is like a journey of like inner knowing. So that's just like a completely different way to look at like, self-care it's just these amazing magical practical tools that you can use to really like craft that like inner knowing within yourself Mm -mm. yeah I, I totally agree about like the past paradigm or generations for me it's a lot of guilt and shame yeah. and even like even with work just I've been going through a different layer of that and it's like especially now, like post-feminism, like my mom and her gender, you know, our grandmothers and mothers generations tend to do a lot just to be able to get their foot in the door Yeah, for a lot of things. And, but, you know, my mom owned her own business. She raised two kids. She had dinner on the table. She BTA mom, like she did it all. But was there, there any time for her? Like is she, and I love her and I'm so grateful for her. And my lesson is to realize that, like you just said, I deserve that self-care for me first. And as cheesy as it is that the can't pour from a cup that's empty or put your oxygen mask on first. But I think our generation, it depends on person to person, is looking at that guilt. Like at work this past week, I got a bunch of stuff thrown at me and that that was past due to me. So I had to say, look, these things were late. I can't turn this around in the due date that I had to. I had to put my boundaries down. But even though I said that, I felt this huge bubble of guilt because I like being that person that could be like, no problem. I got it. I can do this. I can put out this fire and that fire. Like I see this like a lot of like driven women that that I can do it all. I can take care of my family. I can have a career. I can da 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 da. And then like you said, that self-care becomes burnout and it becomes emergency. It's such a path. And I think it's like you said, balancing that feminine and masculine energy and coming from a healed masculine and feminine, not a wounded um, point of view as well. Yeah. And I think like for the past with me, like with building a business, I was very masculine, very like structured. I need to do all the things like I'm supposed to show up, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of those times, like I would feel so tired (laughs) and burn out. And I just wanted to like burn my business to the ground so that I could go like hide and rest. Um, And I think like, which I think if you're into it, like most spiritual entrepreneurs would agree with this, that like building a business is the ultimate form of like (laughs) spiritual growth and awakening. It just like shoves you right in there and you're just going to be there for like so many layers of it. So like, I realized too, like a practical thing for me, like I need one day where I am not focused on my business at all. Like one day a week where I'm not like responding to anybody. I don't have to be on social or anything like that. 
And at first, like there was that like guilty feeling. It's like, oh, but like everybody else says that like you're supposed to like show up all the time and forget an algorithm and like all these other things. But I realized for myself, like success always comes easier to me and it's more fun to me when I'm listening to my intuition and when I'm in that state of trust, which means trusting my energy, trusting the universe more than an algorithm or things like that and trusting that like me having energy and being able to like show up and be super present and myself like on social or whatever those other six days of the week has way more impact than me like feeling so exhausted and tired and like I don't even really want to interact with people I'm so tired or like I just need like space from that and that was also just like another layer of like all right like we got to pull in like more feminine here more intuition and like you do have to show up for your business sure like that's going to happen all the time but also like if I'm teaching people how to like tune into their intuition and build lives that feel really yummy to them I have to freaking be the leader here and like do that for myself as well, which has been like my biggest lesson lately. It's like, I have to be the leader there, which means like really taking that time myself to tap in and like follow what my intuition wants, even for my business, which can be really scary because it doesn't like make sense to other people out there that are like business builders. But I just realized that like, if I'm doing things differently, I'm probably on my path. Like that's just kind of like, the way that I know that like I'm on my path and I'm doing what I know is like feels really good to me which is going to like lead to success it's just like the natural flow of things Mm -hmm. and what I just thought about through this past topic is pleasure we spoke about it a little bit because self-care can become a should do list or to do list or you know that like I said that guilt and that shame can pop in instead of all it is is you mentioned it before is finding pleasure and that's the divine feminine is allowing ourselves to feel pleasure to be in our bodies um doesn't mean to be sexual or not it can be which is part of it and loving that but Mm -hmm. even like for me it's like if, I'm going to, if I want to eat a cookie, I'm going to eat that cookie and it's going to be yeah. the most delicious. I'm going to be present with it. If I want another one, great. But I'm going to feel all that, those sensations, the taste, the smell, the mm. texture. I'm going to eat the cookie That's and allow, allow that pleasure. How does, yeah. how does pleasure play into like sacred self-care? Oh man. Uh, whew, okay. I'm going to rain this thing. Cause I can talk about this for a really long time <laughs> because what you said about the cookie, like, the way that I usually like help women with eating is like intuitive eating. So the way that you were just describing like eating that cookie is a very like intuitive eating sort of way, which is to me, like pleasure is being present. Um, And so often we're just like rushing through our days. We don't even think about it. We're like, all right, I have 10 minutes to like scarf this thing down. Like I'm going to like turn on a show while I do it, just like zone out for a second. And then just like keep going throughout my day. But pleasure always involves like pausing and bringing awareness and breath to the situation. That's like kind of how I teach it. You can make anything be a more sacred experience just by bringing awareness, pause and breath. So even with like eating, like really tasting like what you're eating and like do it slowly, like feel what it feels like. And then also like with that, the practical aspect is like, you can hear your body so much better. It helps you to really get in tune. And you also can hear like 
I'm kind of finished with this cookie now. Or like, I would really love another one. And it's not from this like emotionally heightened place of like, I must eat this cookie. But it's like, I'm so enjoying like this pleasurable experience right now. And I love it. And I want to be in it. Pleasure is so important. Also, this is like super taboo. So stop me if I'm not supposed to talk about this. But um, I also teach something that's more along with like mindful masturbation, which is like a really unique and interesting take on like self-pleasure, like also like getting really in tune with your body. And it's almost a more like meditative experience where you are just like super in tune and paying attention to like the sensations in your body. And like, it can lead to orgasm, whatever. It also can be like fully clothed and you're just like touching yourself in certain ways and exploring like what feels really good and like, where do I want to linger? And like, what doesn't do anything for me? And just like doing that on your own is like such an empowering and sacred practice to really like get into your body because most of our lives we spend like outside of our bodies or just like out of tune, just like rushing through the days. And I totally get that. But just adding in like, honestly, two or three tiny, like 30 second moments of pleasure and connection throughout your entire day makes a really big difference. And like how you feel in your body and you being really in tune. And that also helps you hear your intuition better so that you're getting more familiar with like, what does my voice actually sound like? And what does it feel like when my gut is telling me something? And that like leads to that path of trusting your own voice, which is the best. And it's like the most important thing when you feel that. So I think like pleasure with self-care is such an important thing and giving ourselves permission to linger and to not speed through things because the divine feminine just wants to be able to flow, right? You don't have to like go all the way to like wounded feminine, but like adding in those bits and pieces of just flow and just being present, I think is one of the most amazing things that you can give yourself and that you can also give like the people around you because it changes like your aura and it changes how you present yourself to the world. Yeah, I could literally talk about that for a long time. Pleasure is so important. Pleasure is so important. And um, one of my friends recommended this. If you guys haven't watched it already, um, on Netflix, the Goof episode, um, Mm -hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow, about Mm -hmm. there's for first season, there's one on female pleasure. Just exactly what you talked about, like learning how to be in your body and learn what feels pleasurable to you. And then there's a whole second season about like sex, love and goop, I think is the second season, which is it's more about relationships. But the one episode just on like self-pleasure was so freaking powerful. And you, yeah. you mentioned so many of our, much of our lives, we're not even in our bodies, yeah. especially sexually and like owning and loving our body and in and, 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 and our genitalia too, because as women... Or, you know, there's so many bad words or just like things that cultural or your family or generation will say that, you know, I I find myself having to go deeper into that and like loving that part of me because and owning that and and knowing what pleasures you and how to pleasure yourself. Like you mentioned in the beginning of the show, Joe, it's like I can invite other people in for my happiness and my, my joy, but I don't need to, that comes from me. 
Yeah. Just think how powerful that is in every area of your life, including sexually. Yeah. If you are standing in your power and you know what feels good for you, how that's yeah. going to ripple across every single yeah. area of your life. Totally. And like my experience, <clears throat> let's get super vulnerable here. Um, my experience with that, like I was raised in a very religious, loving, but re- very religious Christian like household. So like, I didn't even explore like my sexuality at all. Cause that's something that you just did not do. It was like taboo until I was like 26. I feel like, like I'm 30 right now. So like, this has not been like that long of a journey for me. And like, I didn't have my first orgasm by myself. So I was like 20 freaking seven. So like having, and I know like probably a lot of people could resonate with that because that is a very common story. Um, getting to explore like that part of you. It's like before you have like half of yourself just like shut off because not being allowed to like experience pleasure, like that carries into other ways too. Like, can you really sit and have a pleasurable experience with a cup of coffee or like a bar of chocolate? Like there's so many other ways to experience pleasure and you kind of shut that off. So when I like allowed myself to start exploring that, it's like this whole other part of me, like, came alive just in like giving myself permission to explore what that looked like in an experiential way, not just like trying to read it in a book or trying to figure out like how I was supposed to do it or whatever, but really just like getting in tune with myself and like having fun there and exploring. And yeah, it was like a really like beautiful, cool journey that I'm still like, I feel like it's a lifelong journey that you just get to like play and have fun and experience like those different layers of who you are and like being in tune with your body. Yeah. Like pleasure is so important and like giving ourselves permission as women to like take time to explore that is so important and really beautiful. It's a really beautiful journey. And for me, I've noticed and realized and still on this journey, how much that ties into creation process mm-hmm. and whether, you know, you're creating a baby, you're creating a business, creating a new life. Pleasure is a key role in that creation process what have you seen in like your business owner that what shifts externally internally have you felt through that pleasure journey yourself yeah I mean it's literally like a part of my routine now at least like once a week to have like my mindful masturbation or like my pleasure practice I call it like my pleasure practice and honestly, whenever I'm feeling really like worried or like there's a lot of self-doubt or just like I can feel like I'm really cerebral, I'm really like in my head and there's too much going on here. If I like take that time for my pleasure practice, just like five or 10 minutes, it gets me into my body and it reminds me of who I am, which sounds like dramatic, but it's really true. <laughs> it reminds you of like your power. And I think like, like for those of us who like really identify strongly as women, like being connected to that sensual feminine divine power is like who you are. That's like your core. So having practices that like really get you into that space reminds you of who you are. It, um, it reminds you that pleasure is important and that you literally like took time to do that because it's important. And then when you're in that place of knowing who you are and being in your flow and in your intuitive spirit, what you create from that is way different than what you create from just like a mental space. You know, it really is like that sensual sacred power that you're waking up inside of you. 
So for me, like that's huge when I'm hitting like a creative block, when I'm too in my head, when I'm like too worried about all of the things and I'm being too logical about things. It really gets me like back into my feminine, back into my identity and who I am. And just kind of gives me like this shift that I usually need to go back into my body and back into my heart instead of living like too much in my head, which I think happens a lot because that's like what society encourages us to do, to be like super logical about things. Yeah, I, I've, I found the same thing. And I mean, self-pleasuring, also breathwork a lot helps me. Um, okay. Breathwork, I mean, both of them have helped me come up against fear mm-hmm. and anxiety of being present. I mean, breathwork is just breathing, but it can bring up a, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've also had a lot of healing and breakthroughs and mystical moments and emotions just flow through me you know everybody is different with breath work but both of those practices get you embodied and back into your body and I think for me I think that's a really good way to describe sacred self-care is embody my practices really yeah totally oh man yeah so many things just came to mind um but yeah I think like women I think like are ready to start feeling more powerful and more themselves every day so I do feel like there is this shift that's like happening culturally where women are actually being like wait like who am I like I actually deserve to feel really good all the damn time like whenever I want to feel good I deserve to feel good and like what are the practices that I'm putting in place to really like nurture that and to show up for myself every day like I love being a part of that shift and I love that like I feel like there is this generation of women that are really like waking up to like those sacred things oh and what I wanted to say I just like forgot for a second um like breath work for me whenever I do like a breath work practice like a training or like with people or whatever like it always makes me cry literally every time even if I didn't know that I needed to cry because like I'm an Aquarius and I don't like being emotional, but I have like a Pisces moon that wants to be like super emotional. So I feel like breath work and those like body active practices like that really do help like emotionally for you to like process and release things. Even like without words, you know, breath work is literally just like using the oxygen that's inside of you in a really powerful way. And like doing those layers of like releasing and processing things is so good, especially for those of us who have personalities that are more like in our heads and logical. We don't want to be emotional. Like emotions are actually super powerful and necessary and also like connect us back to like who we are. So yeah, breathwork is another like super powerful practice. Yeah. One last note of breathwork is for me. I mean, I've meditated for years mm-hmm. and years and I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just part of my journey. I didn't discover breath work until more recently. Yeah. I wish I discovered it first. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because for those of us who are more in our heads naturally, meditation takes a very strong will. Very, I mean, you have to be on it. And it, it's powerful. I think it's just as powerful. But breath work, all you need to do is listen to the teacher or the track and breathe. Yeah. inhale and exhale and just keep bringing yourself back to that and there becomes a point where you become lost in that versus your head and um yeah anybody who's looking into meditation or breath work I say look into some breath work stuff first yeah and just see how it goes because sometimes meditations 
yeah can be rough and and I'm the kind of person who's very my my default self is very self-critical and if I don't master something if I don't you know am I not the best at it then I'm gonna be like oh give up on that next thing right so if you're like that you know, practices like we talked about, I mean, the Goddess Femme program that, that Joe has is a great way to help you really work at your, with your personality to add in these things that will create the change and so you can live that juicy life. Cause it's not, it's not something that's not possible. It's possible. Yep. It's totally yeah. possible. And we all just have our own journeys for it. Like exactly. Yeah. No judgment. Just leaning into like the beautiful unfolding of it all. Mm-mm-mm. Well, on that note, do you have anything else, Joe, you wanted to talk about before we start to close down the show today? I know we had covered a lot, but. Yeah, we have. Uh, no, I just feel like this was a really like sacred container to be in. So I really appreciate you like creating this space for this. And if you're like a woman out there who's like, ooh, yeah, then like, yay, high five sisters. Like I'm super excited about like the movement that's happening. with like women really waking up and taking care of themselves and going after the things that they want with like love and self-care. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's that embodied mm-hmm. self-growth and passion that we're looking for. Um, if you guys like this episode, make sure to check out Joe's links, her website. Her, I love following her on Instagram. She always has some juicy stuff posting. Um, check out the Goddess Femme program. And if you like the show or just this episode in general, make sure to subscribe, write a review, tag me on Insta. And I'll make sure to send you some what you want to swag. But forward this episode along. If you have a girlfriend, a mom, a sister, somebody that you feel like might hear and need to listen to this message. I've had so many podcasts come into my life at the exact divine moment that I needed to hear them. You never know what sending a, a simple podcast episode along will help somebody with. Um, but on that note, Joe, thank you so much for coming on and equally creating this sacred container this vessel and also being vulnerable with me on here talking about sacred sexuality too because it shouldn't be taboo that's where our power lies that's that's where we can move mountains and that's what we need to tap into and destigmatize so thank you so much I'm right with you there sister (laughs) um but how may we the listeners as an act of gratitude be of service for you in return today Mm. I think like, I just want to continue this movement of like women that are showing up for themselves and also creating space for other people to do the same. So for sure, head over to my Instagram. Um, it's just i.am.joe.miller because I am Joe Miller was taken. Um, and just like join the conversation. I love women who get to like hype each other up, love on each other and actively take steps to creating the life that you want. And if you feel like a nudge that you are super fucking ready to do that, then definitely check out my program at thegoddessfem.com. Um, apply there. I have like three spots open right now. So if anybody else is feeling like they are ready to step into that sacred portal and go on a three-month journey of changing your life, then I would love to be the guide for that. So yeah, those are great ways to continue that movement. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much for yeah. showing up for us, but continuing yeah. this movement, it, the ripples are endless. Uh, thank yes. you so much for coming yeah. on and chatting with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was so much fun. I loved it. And remember, open up, surrender, trust, 
and let your body lead the way.